36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, this is Coach Goins, and welcome back to another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game, the hottest podcast this side of a basketball course. So listen, like we always say, make sure you got your sneakers on, you got them laced up tight, because tonight we're going to be taking a little different angle. We're going to be in the laboratory, yes, in the laboratory, talk about some life issues, some things that we need to be focusing on, not just basketball. Listen, we certainly appreciate your continued support. We thank our sponsors. We thank our former guests, and we also thank our guests that's going to be coming on in the near future. So listen, sit back, get your gaiety ready, get your bottles ready. I'm Coach Goins. We'll be back after this commercial break. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your family? Look no further. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplement plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates and plans to help find the best plan to fit you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. Parents, are you looking for an exciting sports program? For your youth, sign up at actsports.com. Review our website. See the sports that we offer. Leadership, talent, development, fundamental skills, team time, and great coaching staff. So join us at actsports.com for your youth sports needs. You'll be glad that you did. Your child will be developed and participate in a dynamic sports program, preparing them for the next level in sports. Actsports.com. Hey, this is Coach Goins, and I'm back in the studio in the Commonwealth of Virginia. So listen, we are dialed in and we ready to go. Like we always say, make sure you got them on and you got them laced up tight. Because tonight we're going to be talking about several things and we're going to get right in the middle of this. So as we call our first session, is in the paint. So what we're going to be talking about, listen, 38 years ago, 38 years ago, good friend of mine, Mr. Ralph Sampson, was the number one player picked from the University of Virginia in 1983 to the Houston Rockets. That was 38 years ago. So we want to sit here and we want to give him a little homage and say, you know what, Ralph, congratulations on your former achievement as being the number one player selected in the NBA by the Houston Rockets in 1983. And he was a three-time consensus All-American out of the University of Virginia in Charlottesville. Ralph is a personal friend of mine. Those that know him, fine, upstanding gentleman. It does a lot of things in the community. A lot of this stuff goes unnoticed. A lot of this stuff is under the radar. But I am going to call it out today. There is one fine gentleman, and that's Mr. Ralph Sampson. So on the court, off the court, he's made a difference, and we ask that you can that you you wish him well. And again, it's not about being a Ralph fan. It's about, you know what, respecting the individual. And that's what we really want to talk about as we get into today's show. A lot of times people get into this whole hang up, who's better, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. You know what? I understand all of that, and I try my best not to get into those conversations when people really want to go there. And the reason why, you say, Coach, why don't you want to talk about that? Because here's the thing. I will not change a Michael Jordan fan's opinion. I won't change a LeBron James fan's opinion. 
and I can't change a Kobe Bryant fan's opinion. My job is, number one, is to understand the game. Number two, respect the game. Number three, understand each one of these gentlemen brought different skill set, different nature to their teams that made their teams go, that made their teams great. You know, somebody says, well, man, they won so many. You know, I'm not getting hung up on how many championships they won. I'm not getting hung up on who did what and what they would do. All of them played in a little bit of different era. Um, Yeah, there was a little bleed over. I understand that. But respect Jordan for what Jordan did. Respect Kobe for what Kobe did. LeBron is still playing and he's done some great things. Respect him for what he did. Just like a couple weeks back, um, Stephen A. Smith made that, you know, candid you know, comment in reference to uh, Donovan Mitchell, the best Utah Jazz. You know what? Now I'm really like, almost had an out of body. You know, how do you dish uh, Carl Malone? How do you dish John Stockton? Are you mad? Because these gentlemen play the game at a very high level. Uh, they were the pinnacle of their games. You know, you look at the stat line. Uh, Carl Malone is one of the best. And that's the thing. Yes, he never won a championship, but that's okay. Because let me tell you, you will play this game. And the game is called life. Some people will win. Some people lose. Whatever you're basing that upon. And that's what Coach is talking to you about tonight. It's not about always winning. It's sometimes you lose. And in losing, you got to understand that that is part of life. Is that every bucket won't fall. Every shot that you take won't go in. Every call is not going to go your way. So what are you going to do? So in this, what we really want people to understand is embrace those players. Yes, you may be a Kobe fan, you may be a Jordan fan, you may be a LeBron fan, but embrace your guy and don't sell short the accomplishment of the other guy because if you're a true basketball fan, I guarantee you, you've watched all of them play. And when all of them were playing, you had your wild factors, you had moments that you said, you know what, I really don't like that guy and I understand why I don't like that guy, but all in all, respect them. Just like you go back, to Jabbar, you go back to Bill Russell, you go back to Wilt Chamberlain. All these gentlemen had different attributes, different things that they brought to the table. But bottom line, they were all great players. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, the first dream team, you name it. Player after player, decade after decade, they're great players. So stop taking these guys, trying to chop them up, and then somebody's, you know, they get into the whole stats and all that. You know what? That is neither here nor there. And what I try to do is be a student of the game, appreciate the game, but most importantly, respect the game to understand that, you know what, I might not have, me personally, you know, Jordan was Jordan. I didn't talk about him a lot. Mr. Salmon always used to tease me about that. But I wasn't a big Jordan fan. Jordan was a great player, and I'm not saying he wasn't, but I just wasn't a big fan. Same thing with LeBron. LeBron's a great player. My guy is Kobe. I just like what Kobe – I like his work ethic. Not to say that other guys didn't work, but Kobe, you know, he might have had a little bit of error on his way down down his track, but he made that right. He did everything that humanly possible to correct the wrong. He gave back. Not to say that these other guys don't, but I just like what Kobe Bryant stood for. Uh, unfortunately, you know, he, he died way too early in that, you know, tragic helicopter crash. I'll never forget when I got the phone call, my son called me and I was standing in the food line and he told me that, you know, the records or the news was saying that Kobe had passed. It bothered me. I, I, you know, 
yes, uh, as I stood there in food line, the, the tears was rolling down my face because ultimately what he did for the game of basketball was take us to another level. And that's each and every time you have a superstar emerge, they take you to another level. They, <coughs> excuse me, they take you to a deeper understanding of the game. It causes you to look at the game differently. It causes you to think about the game differently. It causes you to work at a different facet of the game. And that's part of the evolution of the game. Sometimes people say, you know, like now, well, why is the bigs, you know, don't they don't get down in the paint? I can't make that decision. I'm not that guy in the NBA. But we know as fans, we would rather see those guys in the post. I understand it. I get it. But that's not how the game is being played. And when you look at the stats, and you can see, just like the current NBA playoffs, when, when Giannis Antetokounmpo is in the paint, he scores when he wants to score, when he wants to step out and, and do his invitation of Trey Young or uh, Steph Curry, guess what? He's going to be old for the world. However, he doesn't play for me. I don't own the Bucks. I'm going to watch the game. Will I not like what I see in the game? Of course. Well, sometimes when he just keeps shooting and missing, do I start rooting for the other team? Of course, because in that, and this is where we're really going with this whole dialogue, is at what point as a player do you understand that tonight is not your night? Your shot's not falling. So in that, I heard a, a, a coach that I've been working with over this past year, uh, Sonny, Sonny Pepper, and he said defense always travels. And he's exactly right. Again, defense always travels. So you young guys out there listening, listen, if your shot is not falling, find something else to do. Stop sitting out there shooting a shot that, number one, is going to put more pressure on you because you've taken your first shot. You've missed that shot. Are you a shooter? Are you shooting 30%? Are you shooting 25%? Whatever you're shooting, take a look at that. But if you come down the court, and you take a three, and you miss a three. What are you going to do the next time you get the ball in your hands? Are you going to drive? Are you going to try to, you know, get your and one of the cup? Are you going to look? Are you going to go downhill, dish it to your teammate? You go, and then you kick it out. So I don't care what you do with the ball, but you got to reevaluate. The first time I got it, I took a shot, and I threw up a brick. Or I shot an air ball. Figure it out, dude. Why are you just wanting to continue down the same path and you haven't, and you weren't successful on your first shot. Now, you come down, you take another three. Now you're over two. You look over. What reaction you think you're gonna get from the coach? Is he gonna be smiling because you over two? How many points are you ahead? How many points are you down? What's going on in the game? Did you need to shoot? Did you need a bucket? How much time's left in the game? So as you start analyzing this from A to Z. Play within yourself, just like I told a young man the other day. It's real simple. If I asked you to go out and guard LeBron James, would I be wrong? If I asked you to go out and guard Steph Curry, would I be wrong? He said, yeah, coach. I said, so as a coach, is it my job to put a, a, a player out on the island to where I know he won't be successful? Or am I supposed to just sit here and just say, you know what, I just want you to keep playing. Just keep shooting. You got the green light when he's old for the world. And can I allow this player to play when I know, even before he touches the court, he's going to struggle? 
Some of you say, Coach, why is he on the team? Well, he's on the team because he's a good player. But what I'm saying is every night is not going to be your night. So when it is not your night, how do you go into the lab? How do you move the books on the shelf? How do you find the right recipe, if you will, for that moment? What is the ingredients in this particular game to make the game taste good? Do you want to have a good taste in your mouth or do you want to leave a bad taste in your mouth? We've all been there. We've all ate food. It's like, you know what, man, this is great. We've all got those relatives and aunts and grandmothers that when they cook a certain type of pie, cake, whatever it may be, you can't wait to put your to put your mittens on it. Get your spoon, knife, whatever, and dive into it. And that's what I'm calling this out, is what recipe will you go to, what bottle, what thought process, what metamorphosis do you have to go through in your mind to realize I have to do something different in order to help my team. Now, I can't be selfish. I can keep shooting and keep shooting. And the coach is going to give you that look. And then guess what? You're going to hear a great sound and you may come out of the ball game. And the coach is going to say, son, I'm, this is what I'm trying to tell you. You may get an answer. Coach, I was open. You know what? You were open and so were the other four guys on your team. Because guess what? You had the ball, so they might have been open. But, again, I'm not trying to bleed this dry, but what I want people to really understand is in the game of basketball, every night will not be your night. You have to go deep in the laboratory, open up the recipe book, find out what's on the shelf that you may need a pinch of this. You may need a splash of that. You may need a whole cup of defense in order to level set your game in order for you to level set for your team, that you can be a positive for your team. At the end of the game, did you have a good game? You must do self-reflection. Did I turn the ball over? Did I take care of the ball? Did I? What did I do as an individual? Then collectively, then you'll be able to see. And are you playing for the name on the front of the jersey or the name on the back? So listen, as we close out this segment, we just want you to sit back, hear from my sponsors, but most importantly, thank you to everyone that continues to listen to Basketball More in the Game. I'll be back after this commercial break. Parents, are you looking for an exciting sports program for your youth? Sign up at actsports.com. Review our website. See the sports that we offer. Leadership, talent, development, fundamental skills, team time, and great coaching staff. So join us at actsports.com for your youth sports needs. You'll be glad that you did. Your child will be developed and participate in a dynamic sports program, prepare them for the next level in sports. Actsports.com. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your family? Look no further. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplement plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates and plans to help find the best plan to fit you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. Hey, this is Coach Goins, and I'm back. 
You know what? We were throwing down on that last session in the paint just talking about, you know what? Give credit where credit's due. Work at your game. Find out what you got to do to be successful. Because you know what? We've all been there. We all have had days to where, you know what? Not, not just because I'm an athlete, not just because I play the game of basketball, but just in life in general. We're going to have bad days. And where do I go in order to find the right function, the right, you know, what do I need to do? Because we're not always going to be on our game. And that's what we were talking about in that last session. So listen, as we turn around and we get into fast break, we're going to be talking about some things that's really dear, near and dear to my heart. You know what that is? It's about teamwork. And how do you really define teamwork is what do you do when you enter the gym? And the thing is this, when you know you're on the way to basketball practice, you're not headed to the mall. You're not going to see a movie. You're not going over your buddy's house to play PlayStation. You're on the way to basketball practice. So as you're rolling, and you may be a rider because, you know, you may not be of age, or even if you are and you are driving, here's my challenge. When you're about 10 minutes away from the gym, turn the radio off. Focus. If you're, if you're a rider and your parents are dropping you off, put your phone away. Stop texting your buddy. Start going through your mind what you've got to do in order to prepare for practice. Because as a coach, a coach can't walk in the gym and not have a practice plan. Oh, well, you know what? I stand corrected. Some coaches run without practice plans, and i got to challenge you. And I tell if I go to if I if I go to practice and I'm you know I've been asked to come to some practices and, and kind of you know take a look at the talent and see what's going on and how the coach is moving and I see a coach with no practice plan. In my mind, I got to say, man, they are chasing rabbits, because when the wind blows, that's where you'll go. Somebody does something, you'll flow that way. So my challenge is have that practice plan. So you're meeting that player when that player sees that and they know you're ready to go. So, Coach, you know what? Take a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a 10-page ten, a ten you know, thesis. It could just be you know, simple. Start with your times and say, I'm going to give 15 minutes of this, 20 minutes of that, whatever. But have a practice plan. Don't be in there chasing rabbits. It helps you stay focused, stay on task, and will help the players see, you know what, it's important to know what's going on. So, you know what, and those are the things. So when a player gets there, you know, how well are they going to stretch? What are they focusing in on? Who from the last game didn't do well? What are they working on? How do they work on it? Who's playing around? Who's taking it serious? Who missed free throws? Who's working on their free throws? Who missed layups? Who's working on their layups? These are the telltale things that you know how your team is built. Because if you're just saying, okay, I've got a team and my team is good to go and my team is made up of great players, but it's not about that. It's about how do you build something special? How do you build where, you know what, young men want to play or young ladies want to play for you? Are you building a program? And ultimately, that's what you want to be able to do. You want to build a program that, number one, that your kids are responsive. And when I mean responsive, you know what? They're coachable. You ask them to do something, they're going to do it. They communicate. And when they can't communicate, it's going to cause problems, meaning what? They have to call the play. They have to call the play loud enough. They've got to be a leader, right? As we say, who's the alpha dog? Bottom line to it is, not everybody can be the lead dog. 
Even though you got to have the dog sled team, but you got to have a leader. And that's what you ask from your young men or young women is somebody has to lead and somebody has to take that example or be that person to be able to say, I've got this. This is my team. I'm going to be able to run the show and I'm going to put them on back and we're going to move forward. And it's just a simple task. So as you get into that, you know, look at the body language when you have to have that hard conversation. Because I, like I tell my guys, nobody wants you to be successful more than your coach. Why? Because it's the time, it's the talent, it's the effort that the coach is putting forward. Coaches aren't getting paid. I'm not Coach K. I'm not Roy Williams. I'm not any coach, you know, receiving a paycheck for what we do. We give back, one, because we love the game. That's why I'm out there. I don't coach my son. I don't coach um, a team of, you know, kids that are related to me. I coach because I love the game. I coach because I want to give back. I coach because, you know what? It was a huge part of my life. It has allowed me to travel the world. It has allowed me to be exposed to various avenues. It's allowed me to to be at the pinnacles of the game. It has allowed me to be at the Final Fours. It's allowed me to be at the Hall of Fame dinner. It's allowed me to meet former presidents. So in that, basketball has done a lot of things for me, and I try to give back by doing what? Giving a lot of things back. And it's important. And as I tell a lot of times, I tell a lot of people, the greatest, as a coach, greatest uh, feel for me is when one of my guys played in the Division One basketball game. I'm at the stadium. I get there early. He's warming up. I go down and surprise him. But at the start of the game, when they run out on the court and he's there, and you know what, and you look around and, you know, this is the big time. And he, he's worked, he's achieved, he's doing well. The coaches are pleased with his progress. And that's what it's about. It's not about Coach Goins. It's not about the coach that you play for right now or be playing for in the future. It's an investment. The coach has got to bring his A game. The players have got to bring their A game. And the player has got to be willing to work. The player has got to be willing to listen. The player has got to be willing to take that hard feedback because in the end, when the playing days are over, what will they fall back on? Will they fall back on, man, coach was just, man, he was just clowning around. We didn't have that good practice. Or was he on you because, number one, he wants you to be successful, not just on the court, off the court. Just had a young man on the show last week, 24 years ago. Great dialogue, great, great show. And I've had former players on. We all know Coach Quick, who I call my co-host. He's been on several times. And in that whole process, what have we always talked about is how do you give back? How do you make the younger guys or the players of today understand the concept, understand what it means, understand how you build a program? What are you trying to do to maximize their effort? Understand that, you know what, collectively you can't play this game with one person. That's why you have to have five. You can start with five. But then you get in. If everybody fouls out, you go until you call uncle. But bottom line to it is a player has to have some skin in the game. Parents have to have skin in the game. We don't coach basketball to be babysitters. We coach basketball for the basketball. Parents are out there. Parents need to be involved. Parents need to come to games. Parents need to come to practice. I always encourage my parents to come to practice. Why? Because it's a two-way street. I don't need little Johnny getting in the car and saying that he's Michael Jordan at practice and then it comes game time, he barely gets any playing time. Parents need to come see what they're doing in practice. Parents need to come see 
how practices are conducted. So if that it's a two-way conversation. So if that player goes home and that parent only hears it from one side, the player's got to be able to directly divide it and say, you know what, coach is fair, coach is honest, I haven't been getting the work done. Why? Because this is what I haven't done well. And you get playing time based upon what you've done in practice. Come on, it's real simple. And then practice means something. Practice allows you to home your skill on, home your skills in, work on some areas that I need to work on. If I am not getting it done in practice, you can't expect the coach to put you in in the game, and all of a sudden, guess what? Now you're the ready to go. Now you're the heir apparent because based upon what? And as we said in the earlier session, you've got to be able to work. Don't put that burden of proof on the coach to say, Coach, I've been here. you got to play me. No, that's rec ball. If you're playing travel basketball, you got to earn those minutes. And you earn those minutes based upon what you get done in practice. And if it's not a transferable skill, some days you might have to sit on that bench. Why? Because what I did in practice doesn't give me the insight. It doesn't give me, you know what, a coach is going to play me just because he's a nice guy and I'm a nice kid. You know what? Nice guys finish last. Take that for whatever it's worth. But bottom line to it is you as a player have got to put a body work in. You have to have some sweat equity. Parents, yeah, you're paying some money for your kid to get out and play and travel and all that. You're making sacrifices. We appreciate that. We understand that. But most importantly, come to the games. Come to practice so you see how little Johnny's doing what he needs to do. Does he know the plays? And so when he's in the ball game on Saturday and we call a play and little Johnny doesn't run the play, and then the next time on the floor, he doesn't run the play again. And the parent says, why is his name always being called? Why are we always – because you know what? Little Johnny was in the game and Little Johnny was asked to run the play twice, two different plays, and on both occasions he was not successful because he didn't know the play. Because at practice, when you're not there because you just dropped him off, guess what you didn't do? You didn't come in and you didn't watch and watch him struggle in practice on how to remember the play. And so when we get there and we're in a situation where we can get some playing time, we slide him in the game, and guess what happened? He's still unable to do what? Run the play. So that's what we're talking about. So in the whole nutshell, make sure you as a player are focused when you walk in the gym. Make sure you as a player understand what you've got to do, how you got to do it, and most importantly, know what to do when a coach calls on you. Be ready to go. Don't sit there and say, you know what, why am I not starting? You know what, who's the burden? I tell guys this all the time. If you start, you have the burden to go out and be that ultimate ball player. Why? Because everybody in the gym sees you as a starter. They may not know that team from Adam's house cap, but when they see you on the floor, they automatically assume you're one of the best. And if you're on the bench, you're able to sit there. You're able to analyze if I'm playing you know, one, two, three, four, five. I have a moment to sit there and watch and see what the guy that my opponent, is he right-handed? Is he left-handed? Will he go to the basket? Which way does he shoot? Oh, he comes down right-handed, but he shoots left-handed. All of this lays at the feet of the teammates that are on the bench. So you know when you go in the game, the advantages that you have because you have not had to learn this on the fly, game speed, game motion, you have that ability 
to sit on the bench, caps, cap that information, process that information, so when your name or number is called to get in the ball game, you will be able to do what? Understand that process, deliver from your teammates, make your teammates proud, make your parents proud, but most importantly, make your coach happy and pleased that at that moment in time you accepted responsibility, you knew what to do, and you went out and you had a great game. So listen, as we always say, we're always going to stay on the cutting edge. We're not stepping on people's toes. We're just talking reality. Basketball is not an easy sport to learn how to play. You have to be fundamentally sound. you got to be coordinated. All of that is what Dr. Naismith knew. Yes, it was a peach basket up on the pole, but the evolution of the game. You have to understand the simple things. If you are fundamentally sound, not just in skill, but also in knowledge of the game, okay? Get, watch the game. YouTube is full of information. Watch the game. Learn from the game. So when you step out on the court, you as a player will help yourself. You as a player will help your teammates. You as a player will help your coach be a better coach. And also, you'll help yourself be a better player, and you also help your teammates by being a better teammate. So listen, as we start wrapping this up, like we always say, thank you for your time, your talent, and most importantly, your listening ears. So we wish everyone under the sound of my voice continued success, continued health and prosperity on the court, off the court. We want to thank our title sponsor, Mr. Curtis Jackson, also Act Sports Dynamic Sports Program in Augusta County. And you know what? Always, when you see these kind folks, let them know that you appreciate them supporting basketball more in the game. And like we always say, I'm your host, Coach Goins. We'll see you in the gym. God bless.